Come gather round the campfire and hear our ghostly tales of chilling terrors, darkest woes, and anything that goes bump in the night. So cuddle up with your best friend or dare it alone. The darkness is closing in and spirits are calling your name. This is Fireside Phantoms. Holly. Hi, Carol. Welcome to Paranormal and Paranoid News. Hooray. In researching the Chupacabra story, guess what? What? I came across some other crazy stories happening recently with animals. Really? In eastern Russia, packs of dogs oftentimes are seen running around together. That is crazy. <laughs> I can't imagine that happening in America. Oh, Those well, are Russian dogs. Gangs of dogs running around <laughs> together. Well, recently, are they smoking cigarettes and <laughs> drinking liquor? They're causing all kinds of ruckus. <laughs> well, recently, a really bizarre sight has caused a stir among local residents who say that their dogs are turning up pink and blue. Some theories are that it's just kids in the area putting hair chalk, you know, that hair chalk dye mm -hmm. on their fur as a prank. But it's more than that because even their poo-poos are blue. Weird. So yeah. they're eating something then. You think. After blood and stool samples were collected, examiners at the Research Institute of Chemistry, along with the Committee for State Veterinary Surveillance, claimed there was no toxicity found in the bodies of the dogs. It's surprising because many thought these dogs came in contact with a toxic hydrocyanic acid found commonly in a manufactured dye called Prussian Blue. There was an abandoned chemical plant, Zersinskoye or Steklo, which used to manufacture this dye. But the dogs would surely have had chemical burns if they ingested it or were exposed to the toxins. So they are holding the dogs for further observations and tests. There was also a toxic waste dump in another area uh, near the sightings, but whatever turned these dogs, these colors, remains a mystery. So I'll post uh, the link so you can see these pictures of these dogs. But, I mean, if you look at the pink dogs, they they do look like they ate some beets, like you were saying. Yeah. And um, But weird. the blue dogs just, I mean, they just look cold. It is Russia <laughs> after all. So you think they're so cold that their their fur literally turning, turned blue? Well, it is Russia. You know, it's cold up there. Yeah. But seriously, I bet they just ate some food like beets because if anyone has ever eaten a lot of beets, it can be pretty scary seeing the results on the flip side. Okay. You ever had that like surprise? I do not like beets. So oh, I don't so eat them. So you've never had that shocking mm -mm. result? No. All right. Well, I won't go into too much detail for that. <laughs> We're moving on. My next story comes from Portugal. And published by a couple of different places, but um, I took most of my story from anomalians.com. Yeah, that's a good pronunciation. Yeah, yeah thank you. Nicely Trying done. to figure out that weird website, but they have some good articles on there. On April 10th, a very strange livestock death was reported. Dario Lima, who was shepherding his flock of 300 goats, said he stepped away a bit to talk on his cell phone when he heard two very large booms, which sounded like thunder. Thank you, Thunder God. He began to notice that some of his animals were walking abnormally and decided to check on them. As he came closer to investigate, he came upon a horrifying sight. 68 dead goats were all lying in a row. 
The weird thing about this is the goats appeared to have exploded from the inside out. Oh. He said he'd never seen anything like it before in his whole life, and it wasn't raining at the time, nor were there any visible lightning in the sky. Huh. Meteorologists also confirmed that there were no thunderstorms in the area. A lot of times before a thunderstorm happens, um, this charge of ions happens in the air, yeah. and you can... Some hikers will say that their hair will stand up on yeah, end yeah. and they can feel the electricity building. Mm -hmm. But there was nothing like that. The guy also said there was a small fire seen about 500 meters from the place where all his goats died. Huh. So that's weird, too. Yeah, that is weird. And if that isn't spooky enough, on April 10th, Photos started appearing online showing a new crop circle. Oh, really? But, now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. Mm. But this crop circle was in a different area. Huh. It was in the UK. Of course. They're always in the I UK. I know. It's they have the most The UK is not even that weird. big. And yet every five miles there's a crop circle. It's like, and there's all these weird stories coming out of the yeah, UK too. And Stonehenge is there. It's bizarre. I know. But upon closer examination of this crop circle. I'm going to have you take a look at this. Okay. It's unique because it was designed by <gasps> sheep. No shit. <laughs> Is that a true story? It's a true story. A published article by unilad.co.uk and other news sources say witness Chris Hogg was out bicycling through the South Downs near Roddingdean, East Sussex, saying he was coming over a hill when he saw this magnificent crop circle. Quote, at this point, I was about a half a mile away, which made me think that whatever made it was huge and it was beautiful, but also a bit too weird for comfort. I cycled a bit closer and then realized the circle was made of sheep. He said the sheep are usually noisy, and he had never seen them form patterns. I go past them every day, he said, but this day they were very still and calm. It was so quiet like they were in a trance, and it was very eerie, end quote. In looking at the pictures, it reminds me of what I have heard animals doing sometimes when they're in danger. I think it is more done with deer who form concentric inner and outer circles, the strong males being on the outside of the ring and the inner rings comprised of the female deer and then the baby does in the innermost circle. But they don't stand still for photo shoots <laughs> and the bucks are definitely racing around the outside circle facing outward to ward off any attacks from the wolves and other predators, but they've never seen sheep act like this. I don't know what it is, but the witness said he's done this same bicycle route every day for the last year, and he's never seen this sheep act like that or form these incredible patterns. And that that was an incredible crop circle, wasn't it? When did this happen? April 10th, I believe. <gasps> so it just happened. Yep. I've never seen that before in my life. It's the weirdest thing. It's amazing. It's the, creepy. The circle is like... It looks legit. Like, but at first when you were like showing it to me, I'm like, well, it looks like it's not made of wheat or crops like it mm -hmm. normally is. But then you're like, it's sheep. And I'm like, fuck no. Yeah. Sheep. Sheep. Sheep are and obviously they aren't able to figure out how to make a shape like that. No. That is it's incredible. That that that's legit. That's incredible. I know. And he said his partner and he are debating whether they should call the phenomenon a flock circle or yeah. a lamb chop circle. <laughs> what do you think? A flock circle. Yeah, my vote's for a flock circle yeah. too.
You know, maybe Elon Musk is behind all this. <laughs> you Did, know, he's got so much time on his hands. He yeah. probably is like, you know what? I need another project because I don't have enough to do. Did you hear of his recent experiment with Neuralink? Yes, I did hear about this. You know, he mm -hmm. implanted that computer chip inside a chimp's brain. Yes. Mm -hmm. Were you a big fan of Atari? I loved Atari. Did you ever, were you ever good at that game Pong? I don't think we played Pong. We we played Pac-Man and Space Invaders were the two yes, games in Yes, I loved Space Invaders. Space Invaders was pretty badass. But, you know, he, he taught these chimps with this um, computer chip in their brain to not only just play the game pong but when you view these chimps playing pong they're actually winning the game oh wow they're they're far superior than my abilities of playing pong when i was playing pong on wow. atari wow. and that's disturbing that's amazing yeah i i don't like these experiments i just wish he'd just focus on tesla cars maybe make a flying car i'd be really <laughs> down for that that would be pretty cool i mean he technically has a flying car it's just flying around the world right now in space <laughs> that's, that's right so my next story is right up your alley holly okay did you know they've sold the Lizzie Borden murder house? They sold it, really? For $2 million. No way. $2 million? $2 million. Now, now, there's two houses. There's the house where the murders occurred, and there's the house up on the hill that she went and lived in after the murders. So which house? The one on the hill was the one for sale, I believe. Mm -hmm. And that's the house they sold for $2 mil. I believe so. Oh, shit, man. Lance Zale of U.S. Ghost Adventures. Nice. Did he buy it? Yeah. Is has Zach Baggins yeah. bought it? <laughs> it's, it's Lance Zale. So is he connected with Zach? Probably. I think they're the same person. I think <laughs> he's got different alien yeah. He's aliases. got alias, so people can't track all of his purchases. <laughs> so Zale told Realtor.com that he wants to keep the home as an open place for tourists and guests to stay overnight. But here's the thing. He hopes to add other events like a mystery dinner theater oh, nice. and an escape room. I love that. Oh, my God. And is there going to be someone dressed up like Lizzie Borden with an axe running around trying to kill people the whole I, time? I'm glad you I mentioned so. axes because he does envision having a hallway dedicated to axe throwing. Wow. So guests, he says, can take turns throwing axes at a wall. And he says that they'll even design an official-looking Lizzie Borden axe that guests can purchase as a souvenir. Oh, my God. We got to go. Yeah. Another road trip. Another road trip. These, these are awesome places yeah. to go. Yeah. And I have some really exciting news about the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland. Really? Yeah, they're finally opening up back the attraction April 30th. Yay! It's been closed all last year. The one in Disneyland, California, mm -hmm. has gone through a bunch of different remodeling. Mm -hmm. And the old mansion brings new wallpaper, carpet, draperies. There's also some new plants in the gardens around the home. Oh, nice. And some other changes made. Um, do you remember the April to December portrait, which, which depicts a young woman transforming instantly to an old woman? Yes. Well, that now hangs right by the loading area to be more noticeable to riders who are ready to board their carriage. They also <laughs> decided to add a new cat statue next to the portrait. Yay! An interesting feature of the cat? It meows. One glowing red eye. Only one? Yeah, it's probably going to give you conjunctivitis or <laughs> more than likely it'll, it's just going to take your picture. So what, what color is the other eye? Then. I don't know. Huh. I I have no idea, but it does have one glowing red eye. Maybe he has so, an eye patch on the yeah, other eye. Maybe he does. He's a pirate cat. Arr, so 
Writers beware. <laughs> Fans will also notice a new floating wicker chair in the seance scene, oh, a cool. dollhouse added in the attic, and more trinkets for Constance, the Black Widow bride. I like the dollhouse in the attic. I know, that sounds fabulous. And the tarot cards, um, whenever you go through that part with the tarot cards and the mm-hmm. reading, I've always thought that they should um, manufacture those de- that deck and I would buy it because it was such a cool deck. I would too. Yeah. That, that would be amazing. Yeah, it was cool. We should write to Disney and we have should. them design it. Yeah, let me get on my phone and make okay. some calls. I know you have contacts. I, I definitely do. So <laughs> some of the fun new plants in the garden are Rosie the pig surrounded by roses. Nice. And a cat tombstone having, of course, catnip planted. Aww. And the tombstone for a pet skunk named Stripey will have a new purple flowered plant called society garlic which is known for having a skunk smell like marijuana (laughs) so it's gonna bring out some questions from parents i believe disney's all about indoctrinating the kids into the marijuana movement now. hey i didn't say that (laughs) you did but whatever works man whatever it's all good and one strange new requirement i heard is disneyland is no longer allowing screaming on their rides that's ridiculous. You're making that up. No, I'm not. I'm serious. Is this because of COVID? Yes. Oh, my God. Disney, yes. don't even bother to open then. Like, this is so stupid. Yeah, sell your stock now. Yeah, you know what? Don't anyway. just close it. Like, let's just burn Disney under the ground. <laughs> no. If you're going to take away all the fun, why on earth would we go there? I mean, how can I not scream on a scary ride? I don't know. What are know. you supposed to go? Like, you can't what? scream? I know. That's the whole point of going there. It's the one place in America you are allowed to scream all the time as much as you want. That's why people go there. It's for that emotional release. I think that's just going to be at Six Flags now. (laughs) Yeah, Six Flags probably won't let you do it either. Well, recently... uh, (sighs) You know what? Let's just stop right now. I'm too depressed to continue. Okay, Holly, it's going to be okay. (laughs) I don't know. We can do screaming elsewhere. Yeah, We're going to have to scream into our pillows, apparently. Apparently. Beep, beep. Attention, all you internet shoppers. I interrupt this story with an important announcement. Disney has now gone on record refuting the story that they are not allowing screams on their rides. Thank God. (laughs) So sorry, Holly, and all my listeners for your blood pressure. So this confusion came from a list of suggestions the California Attractions and Parks Association issued in regards to theme parks that are reopening this month. Fuck those guys. In that list was criteria that included, quote, Limiting activities that are known to increase spread like singing, shouting, and heavy breathing. (gasps) So no sex in the theme parks. (laughs) No sex. USA Today also had to retract and correct their story from March 16th after receiving severe backlash from the group. It wasn't that far-fetched to believe this, though since Japan did ban screaming on their rides, also published in an article by USA Today on July 8th of 2020, posting this headline, Holly, quote, Japan has a new rule for riding roller coasters. Please scream inside your heart. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. But we can see the screaming your eyes. We just don't want it coming out your mouth. We just don't want it out of your mouth. (laughs) But for all you Disney fans, you will still be subjected to temperature checks. And this might be a deal breaker for you. You still 
will not be able to hug Mickey Mouse or any of the other characters. Can you still grope him in the ass? No, you can't touch them, Holly. That's not okay. You must stand six feet apart from all <laughs> characters. Oh, I guess I won't be going to Disneyland for a while. <laughs> So recently, you know about the big news. The old goat, Prince Philip, has finally died. That's, yes. I think he was 99 years old. Yeah, and he was only two months away from his 100th birthday, which is very sad. Oh. I heard that on the news, I think. Well, you know, he had to keep it with the the numbers of the Dark Lord dying April 9th. <laughs> You're going to put this 99, in <laughs> and then you reverse it, and it's 666. Oh. I just have to make a joke about it. Josh but, got um, that. No, keep it in, Josh. And I, uh, but this, oh, is, this is why I wanted to talk about it, because I found it very interesting that he was a true believer in UFOs and aliens. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. According oh. to Philip, his uncle, Lord Mountbatten, had written about an official eyewitness report from a bricklayer named Fred Briggs who said an alien aircraft landed on the Mountbatten's country estate in Romsey, Hampshire, back in 1995. Wow. Fred Briggs told Lord Mountbatten, quote, While I was watching a column about the thickness of a man descended from the center of the saucer, and I suddenly noticed on it what appeared to be a man, presumably standing on a small platform on the end. He did not appear to be holding on to anything, but he did seem to be dressed in a dark suit of overalls <laughs> and was wearing a close-fitting hat or helmet. Holly, I don't like that he was dressed like a farmer. Could this be a disguise for stealing cows? Oh, perhaps. Um, Making yourself look like a blend. farmer? He's yeah. trying to blend. Yeah. And he's he's like, you know, what do farmers wear? Oh, overalls. And overalls. Hat, or maybe a helmet. So I'm going to, he's confused if he doesn't really quite know mm-hmm. what the headwear is. Exactly. It's he doesn't strange. quite have it correct. Mm. But the story continues saying he had his bicycle knocked over. He, and, oh, and his bicycle was knocked over. His, now he, things are getting fucked up. Yeah. He was on the bicycle. <laughs> oh, it gets good. He was on his bicycle. It got knocked over. And then he was held frozen to the ground by an unseen force coming from the craft really like so like frozen frozen like remember your story about the cow being frozen to the ground yeah yeah that's what it reminded me of weird yeah and he said he wasn't let up from the ground until it flew away wow yeah so cool wow so Mountbatten believes Briggs because he said he would be willing to swear an oath on the bible so I guess that makes it believable if you say you're gonna swear an oath on the bible but this report from Mountbatten was only found after his death and it was said after a while he lost interest in the whole topic Hmm. but apparently it really affected Prince Philip because he was still alien obsessed afterwards and he started collecting all kinds of books Mm -hmm. and asked his assistant sir peter horsley to gather up all the articles and information he could about ufos witnessed by the royal air force oh interesting his assistant also claims that he met an alien called mr janice Mr. Janice. Yeah, who didn't explicitly tell him he was an alien from another planet, but Horsley said he had the impression that he definitely was. Do you think he knows Indrid Cold? <laughs> you, maybe. He should have asked Mr. those Janus questions. Mr. Janice and Indrid Cold, they, yeah, it would be nice to know. Yeah, I'm I'm curious what questions he asked this alien because I get the impression he didn't talk about Mothman or any of those things. Shoot. Darn it. Darn it. 
Horsley used to be a commander in the Royal Air Force and said that he didn't have the best memory, but from what he recalled, quote, I believe he was here to observe us. He was called to a West London flat to meet with Mr. Janice and said, quote, it was here the strangeness of it all started. The man's extraordinary ability to read my thoughts, Horace said. And I asked him, why would he want to meet Prince Philip? And he replied, Prince Philip is a man of great vision, a person of world renown and a leader in the realm of wildlife and the environment. He is a man who believes strongly in the proper relationship between man and nature, which will prove of great importance in future galactic harmony. He said the man had all kinds of knowledge regarding traveling in space and time. Hmm. I never saw him again, and I have no qualms about the reaction to my experience with Mr. Janice. Philip also had a subscription to a British quarterly called the Flying Saucer Review. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. So he was all into that. Not only was Prince Philip fascinated with aliens and ufo ufology, you say ufology? Yeah. You've seen The Crown, right? No. You haven't seen The Crown? It's really good. Um, and there is an episode on there, because obviously it's a show about the royal family, and there's an episode on there where it shows that Philip is really um, fascinated with astronauts and space travel. And that's true. Yeah. 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 That's very so, cool. Yeah. So not only was Prince Philip fascinated with aliens ufology, mm -hmm. but the interest has been passed down to Prince Charles and Prince William. Oh, nice. So okay. all of those They're all into boys it. are into it. Mm -hmm. Cool. And Prince Philip has been known to have a really strange sense of humor sometimes, very offensive and dark. <laughs> I like <Yeah>. him. <laughs> well, when he was asked back in 1988 if he believed in reincarnation, he said, quote, in the event that I am reincarnated, I would like to return as a deadly virus to contribute something to solving overpopulation. Wow. So, so that's a little interesting. So it? you can imagine with his death, of course, this quote has gone viral people are retweeting it all over the place oh, and some of the funny comments are saying great he cursed us all oh now we're gonna have a new virus coming in yeah, the future and we're gonna have to call it philip flu yeah, philip flu could you imagine if he had died last april then everybody would have just blamed COVID on him yeah they would have been <laughs> like oh COVID my God. was already around but still yeah and we like do we even know what he died from was it just old age i guess old age i don't know yeah so, anyway. He was 99 from, you know. Yes. 99. 99. Died on the 9th. Bottles of beer on the no. wall. <laughs> I am curious, Holly, did the Crown show you mentioned watching portray the royal family in a positive light? I would say I felt like it portrayed them in a realistic light. But, you know, I don't know them, so it could be. I mean, they, the show says it's a real show that's based off true facts that things had happened. Um, so I'm going to have to go with that. But the, the royal family says it's not true. So I don't know what to believe. But, yeah. Okay. So was it favorable? I think it's both good and bad because people are both good and bad. So it was like a soap opera. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I do think it would be so difficult to be under the media microscope all the time. Yes. And even though Prince Philip has made fun of his own death. I do give my condolences to our British friends because yeah. I know there are so many people who just love following the lives of the monarchy. Yeah, 99 years, yep. man. That's a long time to follow a person and it's been so influential, not just over your country, 
but the entire Commonwealth and the entire planet. I mean, how many billions? I mean, think about this. Seven billion people on the planet and two billion of them watched Meghan and Harry get married. Oh, I know. That's like unbelievable. And I was so obsessed even myself at one point with Princess Diana. I wanted her haircut. Oh, my God. Yeah. Princess Diana was easily the most famous person of her time, I think. So I just wanted to throw that out there that, you know, I just I do feel like, you know, they they have gone through a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And when you watch The Crown and you see all the different decades of things that they've gone through is really quite interesting. That's one of the things I like about that show is the historical context and just what they've lived through and the changing of the times. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty fantastic, really. Well, an interesting article posted on mirror.co.uk shares some very interesting things that happened with other royal deaths that I thought would be fun to share. Okay, cool. According to England, <laughs> like <laughs> your theme of royal deaths after Prince Philip died. This is so dark. I know, but they oh, hey, I didn't it. publish the article. They I, did. I love it. Just take it so, and run. Take it and run. According to England rules, the dead must be buried wrapped in wool. It is said this tradition started to support the finances of the wool industry, which was suffering back way back when. And they also had a tradition of lining their coffins with lead. It was said that Princess Diana's coffin weighed a quarter of a ton due to the amount of lead lining. What? The a lead, quarter of a ton? Yes. It is incredibly difficult to lift these coffins, but they, they are all They don't want anybody lined. getting in there and decimating anything. Right. right. Yeah. So the lead is used because it helps preserve the body longer and keeps any moisture from leaking in. And then, Holly, they can resurrect themselves as vampires. Oh my god! Later on, no, just kidding. Is this like the Ava Perone thing where uh, they're all embalmed and they look exactly like they did ten years ago? Yeah, I wonder. I mean, minus a finger. <laughs> some sources say it just preserves them for a few years longer than the normal process, but okay. who knows? Nobody's ever really dug them up. And yeah, I suppose them out. you wouldn't go down there to see, right? No. George V, you remember him? Oh, yeah, yeah, just like yesterday. Sure. Well, during <laughs> during his funeral procession to Westminster Hall. He had the imperial state crown decorating his coffin, and a part of it fell into the gutter because as they <laughs> was carrying him, I guess they stumbled. But the oh. new King Edward VIII, who saw it fall, took it as a really bad omen for his reign. And sure enough, he abdicated his throne before the year was completed. She's been the longest standing queen of all time, reigning queen longer than any king or queen in history. She's been there the longest, yeah. which is really fascinating. I wonder if it's going to be the notebook again where she... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to bring where this she's up. like, oh, Philip, what took you well, so long? I always, wrote you. They always, <laughs> they always say Philip was her stay. So it, they always said that, you know, she leaned on Philip for everything. All I can picture now is Elizabeth and Philip making out in the rain. <laughs> There's a storm Ew. and they're a robo and all of a sudden they just look at each other and it's just too hot to stop. Yeah. No. And they're old in my vision. So thanks a lot, Carol. This is well, terrible. I'm now. sorry. But, you know, the the raven left the tower. So I'm just wondering if, if they're going to go side by side here shortly. We'll oh. see. Queen Victoria. Let's get to her. Okay. Now, she had a really interesting funeral because she didn't like the black attire. So she insisted everyone come to the funeral dressed in white. 
Oh. And she wanted her own body to be clothed in a white bridal veil from her 1840 wedding to Prince Albert. I like that idea. All yeah. in white. You know why? Because it feels more like a celebration of life than a somber mood. Yeah, but she was weird. Because... <laughs> But she was the one that was weird. Okay, yeah. Carol, let's no. see what you what your evidence no, is. No, yeah, okay. So listen to this. So she yeah. was kind of weird because she also had a request for Prince Albert's hand to be made into a plaster cast to be also placed in her coffin with his hand holding Heather, not the person Heather, but the plant Heather, <laughs> and covered in one of his own dressing gowns. She also wanted to wear a ring given to her by John Brown, her assistant, who was rumored to be her lover. So some weird things. I mean, the royals always wanted, like, objects buried with them. Yeah. That is a very strange request. Yes. Queen Elizabeth I, who died at 69 years old, had her body embalmed and guarded for three weeks. That's a really long time before being laid to rest. Yeah. So, um, you know, was she was thinking she was going to like rise resurrect from the again dead or something. Yeah. I don't know why, mm. but it was a long time. Okay. Lady Southwell, a maiden service to the queen, later reported that her, along with six other women, were watching over the body when they heard a very loud crack as the queen's body and head exploded <gasps> due to a buildup of gases in the body. Queen Elizabeth's body exploded. exploded? Yeah. I've never no, heard that. I know. They probably didn't really spread that around the news at that time because that's pretty That's really gross, fucked up. Oh really my gross. God. Because of all the embalming stuff she had in there? I You said it was a chemical I think it was just her kind? gases. You know, the body has a buildup of... Yeah. Like, and yeah. if you had a big meal, let's yeah. say. <laughs> <laughs> some beets. Oh my God. A lot of red beets. That's insane. I wonder I what that looked like. I didn't like. know a body could do that. Oh, it can, Holly. It can. This is why I want. I to told you about exploding cows. Yeah. From their gas, and, and you know, gas is not a. Speaking of gas, <laughs> former director of national intelligence John Ratcliffe was just interviewed on TV about the upcoming UFO Pentagon disclosure deadline. Oh, good. On June first. Yes. He said, while the sightings are very interesting. Almost all of these events can be explained by gas, Holly. Gas is very powerful. Mm, okay. Re or reflections, tricks of the light, and artifacts in electronic sensors. Boring. Well, I wanted to be aliens. <laughs> so let me let me explain this. So gas phenomenon happens, he says, when large amounts of methane is released from marshlands around areas of these sightings. And these bursts of gas can sometimes appear as shooting lights up into and across the sky. But, you know, Radcliffe did admit that there are some UFO sightings that are unexplained phenomenon because they have been picked up on multiple sensors and demonstrate unbelievable movements mm -hmm. that are hard to replicate. Yep. And at speeds that exceed our sound barrier without any sonic boom. Thanks for bringing that back around. That's important. <laughs> Thank you. You know, I really I try to pick stories that kind of go together and I'm yeah. like, gases. Yeah. Oh, Gas Here's another gas. gas article. Here's a gas from an exploding body that goes along with the gas. It could be a UFO. Carol, tell the, the listeners what they've won. What did we decide no. to do the reading on I today? Think, I think we'd like to know about those creepy sheep forming the crop Oops. circle. I know I want to know. Is it Elon Musk or something <laughs> else? It's most likely Elon Musk, yeah. but... <laughs> 
But I want to know because I think that that is such a fascinating story that those sheep were fan. And there is a photo, everybody. Right. So we'll post the link on our website. But we will. It's fascinating. Those, those sheep in that little crop circle formation mm-hmm. making an amazing pattern. Image. Pattern. Thank you. Yeah. So what? Oh, go ahead and tell us. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go first, I think. Uh, my tarot deck I'm using today is Ghosts, Spirit. Oh. I can't even read Ghosts and Spirits Tarot by Lisa Hunt. Thank you, Lisa, for your contribution Thank to the you. tarot industry. I really like these cards. They're kind of, they almost look vintage because when you open them yeah. up, they've got that like old uh, sienna hue like to the cards, like parchment. It's like it got a fairy feel to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the three cards I drew were number 15, the chains, which in traditional tarot represents. Um, Death, uh, the devil, the devil card, uh, you know, the devil bondage, that kind of thing. And in this card, it depicts uh, the ghost in heavy chains. And then my next card is the moon. And then my last card is the ace of swords. So I'm interpreting that these sheep are being controlled uh, from the outside, uh, possibly even possessed. Uh, my last card, ace of swords, is showing a poltergeist on the card. Uh, but also Ace of Swords could be energy, really some sort of magnetism going on to make these sheep form these patterns. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do believe it is otherworldly. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I believe that is the moon. Yeah. Uh, from yeah. the sky. Yeah, from the sky. And it just makes sense to me mm-hmm. that they're being controlled. Yeah. It's not them just, hey, let's just wander around the field, guys. And, unless there's like a really smart Australian shepherd who's out there. Yeah. The Rounding him up. See him and he's like, all right, I need sheep number 455 over on that left <laughs> corner. And then we're going to learn how to do a flash mob dance. Right. You guys the hokey pokey yeah. for sheep. Yeah. I mean, we don't know what sheep do when they're all alone with an Australian shepherd. The dog is like, you know, I, I want, here's a picture, everyone. I want you to look like this. Now, sheep 212, you're going to be over here on the right. Okay, get over there. Yeah. He's he's shepherding them all around to make that really cool <laughs> snowflake pattern of a crop circle. And then the bicyclist just happened to stumble across them right at the right time. And I don't think it's an animal, though because ace of swords i believe is showing maybe even like magnetic energy yeah the metal from swords yeah interacting with um and chains too so Mm -hmm. they're being forced to behave this way yeah it's a manipulation a manipulation what do you have for us holly well carol thank you for asking um i'm using the zombie tarot oracle deck today and a big thank you to the um people who made this happen um the instructions (laughs) sorry i'm trying to read it's very small print um the booklet looks like was by stacy graham and the cards were illustrated by paul keppel and ralph Jeroni of headscape design so so thank you everyone for your contribution to the tarot industry. We appreciate it and really like these zombie tarot deck cards. Those are super cool. They're fun. They're a lot of fun. Um, Paul Keppel was the same one who did the Housewives tarot, which I'm also a big fan of. So anyway, um, I got the chariot. Uh, that's uh-huh. my first card. So of course the chariot. We've gotten that card before when we've done other readings about UFOs. The chariot always shows up. What it is, it is representing a vehicle for transportation and movement. So that to me is a UFO. Right. I mean, in this in this respect, I'm going to say UFO. Let's just go down that road. And um, I'm proud of you. Thank Holly. you. I'm going to commit to the alien theory. 
Uh, the next card is the moon, just oh, like hey. what you got. Yeah, that's, which is so exciting. That's amazing. It's amazing. So the moon energy, I agree 100% with you, Carol. It came from the sky. Um, also, the shape of the moon is round, just like a crop ah, circle. Nice. But I do think because in the tarot, the moon means psychic energy, um, hidden darkness, not being able to see clearly. I'm not sure of your surroundings. So I'm thinking you have the chariot matched with the moon. This is a perfect combination for a UFO to come down and to use some kind of psychic energetic power to put these sheep into some kind of a crop circle pattern. Um, and they're not going to be able to know what, what's going on. They're probably in a hypno hypnotized trance of some right. kind, but they are being manipulated to be put in certain areas to form this pattern. Um, and it because it's the moon... Um, and you can't see really what's going on clearly. And we know from past episodes that the UFOs have an ability to cloak themselves. I don't think that the bicyclist could see a UFO if it was still there. That's true. It could be just a cloud, a big cloud. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to see it. So perhaps the UFO was there cloaked in the the gravity element that they used to be able to not be seen. And they were manipulating these sheep into this pattern. I end with the Queen of Hazards. So in this deck, they're called the Queen of Hazards. In traditional tarot, it's the Queen of Pentacles. Um, to me, so that usually represents a woman, a female, who is um, of her body. She's very much in her body. She's a bit sensual. She's a very wealthy woman. Um, she's very generous. And, and if she's a human woman, she's a career-minded individual. But in my reading, I feel like she's incredibly nurturing and loving. So I don't think she's trying to harm these sheep. I think she is the entity aboard the UFO. And I don't think she's trying to harm the sheep. In fact, I think it's much more um, um, nurturing and loving towards these sheep. And maybe having some fun with yeah, them. Yeah, maybe um, she's trying to get the sheep to reproduce. I don't know. Maybe. Go sheep, go. go. Sheep. I think she's just having fun because if you if you're going with the theory that UFOs create crop circles mm -hmm. and they usually do it in crops and of it's course. messages supposedly. It is yeah, it's whatever they are using it for. She it's might be having a, a fun time just playing around with earth animals mm -hmm. to create a crop circle. I feel like it was maybe done as a playful situation. Yeah. Because obviously when these sheep come out of this trance, they're going to move away and they're not the UFOs isn't going to be able to use this yeah. as a crop circle and i don't think they'll be harmed either in the process i agree and um unless the crop circle the design of this shape is used by the ships the crafts the ufos for some other reason i don't know perhaps there's something about the design like sacred geometry perhaps mm -hmm. that's some way they fuel up so they need to create that shape because somehow that shape gives them energy to fly so she's like i need something quick oh there's a bunch of sheep down there i'll just rearrange them real quick into the form of a geometric blah 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 and that will fuel my ship to take out of here i don't know just a theory <laughs> but that's what i think and that's what i'm gonna go with with this zombie tarot excellent awesome hope you guys found that entertaining yes and and, it, and yeah. again if you guys have want any tarot readings done let us know hit us up on our socials we can do some for you that's right okay have a good night have a good night bye The abandoned Zerhin, oh, hmm. the abandoned Zerzin. <laughs>
<laughs> Welcome to my nightmare. It's me every time I try to talk. So the lead is used because it helps preserve the body longer and it keeps any moisture from leaking in. And then, you know, Holly, they can res... res <laughs> <laughs> As the flames die down, do remain undaunted. Though all hitchhikers are ghosts, and all dolls are definitely haunted. Hey guys, be sure to follow us on Instagram. Our handle is at Fireside Phantoms. If you have a spooky story you would like to share with us, send it to firesidephantoms at gmail.com and you may hear it on a future episode.